to Remember Twilight, a literary podcast covering all aspects of the Twilight Saga. On Remember Twilight, we talk about all things openly. Mental health, relationships, sex, religion, fashion. We also understand that there are conversations that will come up that we might not be able to do justice. We want to include as much diversity as we can, so if you'd like to share your perspective with our audience, please message us. Oh, and fair warning, we are not spoiler-free. There was another noise, a grisly snarling that seemed to be coming from deep inside Jasper's chest. Jasper tried to shove past Edward, snapping his teeth just inches from Edward's face. Emmett grabbed Jasper from behind in the next second, locking him into his massive steel grip, but Jasper struggled on, his wild, empty eyes focused only on me. Beyond the shock, there was also pain. I'd tumbled down to the floor by the piano with my arms thrown out instinctively to catch my fall into the jagged shards of glass. Only now did I feel the searing, stinging pain that ran from my wrist to the crease inside my elbow. Dazed and disoriented, I looked up from the bright red blood pulsing out of my arm into the fevered eyes of the six suddenly ravenous vampires. Um, yeah. Hi. Hey! Hi! Hi guys! What's up? Uh, my name is Marin. My name is Emily. And we are Remember, Remember Twilight. Twilight. <laughs> uh, Welcome back. New moon, new me. Oh, guys, new moon, new Emily. Yeah. Guys, we... <laughs> it, there was a weird few weeks of transition going mm, on. Yeah. Where we had like, we had to like wrap up Twilight in a big pink box mm-hmm. with silver ribbons in a huge bow. Yeah. And uh, now we are moving on and up and in and we are doing New Moon. New Moon. Welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. Happy to be here. <laughs> Me too. Heck yeah. Uh, this week we are doing chapter one. Party. 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 Um, but before we get started... 
check this out. Um, so last week we did our Twilight live stream watch party. Oh my gosh, it was so freaking fun. It was kind of nuts though. Oh my gosh, it was it was crazy. There's so much going on. Yeah, we didn't really know what we were doing. But we did a good job for, like, our first time of doing something that big mm -hmm. of a thing. And people came, and people came to our house mm -hmm. and watched it with us. And people watched it with us on Instagram and stayed with us the whole time. Yeah. Some people came in and out. Some people said hi and watched for a few minutes and then left. And every single one of you, no matter how you participated... Oh, uh, thank you. It yeah. was so much fun. So fun. <laughs> and we're going to do it again. Oh, yeah. So don't worry about and it. And we'll be so much more prepared. <laughs> yes. And we'll have the screens mm -hmm. where people know that they yeah, are. Yeah, that was something like halfway through I was like, oh, if we just move our phone, they could see the TV behind us. Yeah. <laughs> and then people were like, thank you for putting that there because I'm not <laughs> watching it. You're just listening. Yeah. So, yeah, it was really dumb but we figured it out and now we know yeah so it was great uh we finished life i we cried through life and death yeah we did um i apologize for that but not really because it was sincere and i really really felt it a lot yeah okay and this this week uh we're starting out with these violent delights have violent ends and in their triumph die like fire and powder which as they kiss Consume. consume and that's from Romeo and Juliet act two scene six and I just wrote those guys that's kind of the end of the book right Romeo and Juliet yeah, yeah that's the end yeah cool those guys so we've got a very dramatic theme of this book <laughs> yes. just right off the bat <laughs> don't we don't we aren't wasting any time and we're really not wasting time like they get oh, no. right into the drama. Yeah, I told I, you guys we had one good chapter. Woo! Nope. But, but not even. It's still there's things. Oh my gosh. If you know that they're there, they're very <laughs> there. Yeah. So our preface opens and we have Bella. She's a sweaty scrape. <laughs> as per usual. Again. <laughs> running across a crowded square, racing against the clock as it tolls noon, trying to stop Edward from stepping out into the sun, oh. a.k.a. get himself taken out by the Volturi. Oh my gosh, yes. It's just immediately a nervous. Yeah, I'm 100%. And Bella, of course, selfless as she is, she says, I wasn't running for my life. I was running to save something infinitely more precious. My own life meant little to me today. You know what's, it's, it's, she says that, and I was like, yeah, Edward too. Mm -hmm. He's doing, he's doing the same thing. He's like, well... I have to die now. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah, and uh, unfortunately, Alice, she's there, but she can't help because she's got to stay in the car. And, you know, Bella's like, I'm glad the Volturi are here because if I don't make it, I don't want to live either. <laughs> yes. I don't really know why they would kill her. Um, they know that she knows. They would kill her just for fun and just to make the Collins mad and sad. Uh, why would you do that to Carlisle? Because he Jerks. loved them. Jerks. Uh, the clock told again and the sun beat down from the exact center point of the sky. And I'm like, quick mention that in the movie... So in here, it's just a preface and it that's what's happening in the actual scene. Yes. In the movie, they... 
start out the movie and she's dreaming this. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a dream, and it is a bad dream, and it morphs right into, swoop, the Bella dream, <laughs> that where she's the grandma. Um, but this beginning makes me want to cry to death. Like, she's like, I was glad something bloodthirsty waited in the wings, for in failing at this, I forfeited any de- desire to live. It's just classic, dramatic Bella. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, girl. I'm glad you're back. I missed you. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so we're kicking things off with another Bella dream. Yep. It's a bright, sunshiny day, and Bella's Grandma Marie is just hanging out. Uh, in the movie, they're in the meadow. In the chapter, it doesn't specify right. where they are. And uh, <laughs> Bella's noticing what Graham looks like. And she describes her as a dried apricot, but with a puff of thick white hair standing out in a cloud around it. Wow, thanks, what a Bella. horrible <laughs> image. Poor Grandma. Oh, my gosh. A dried apricot with a puff. Oh, gross. Okay. <laughs> I don't like it. Uh, Bella's about to ask her what's been hanging, what's up, and then our vampire sweetheart comes. <laughs> he says, Bella? Bella? <laughs> Who else? Here's what's cool is Bella goes, I was about to ask her a question. I had so many. What was she doing here in my dream? Because Bella knows she's dreaming because she's super lucid in her dreams. What had she been up to in the past six years? Was Pop okay? And had they found each other wherever they were? And I think that's really cool. It shows that Bella, she's not like a believer of any particular dogma, but like all of us has the questions. Yeah. Like, what's going on? Where are you at? Where'd you go? It's so cool. Yeah. Really good. Oh, oh, Edward. (laughs) Oh, Edward. This was a voice I would know anywhere, Uh know and respond to, whether I was awake or asleep, Mm -hmm. or even dead, I bet. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The voice I'd walk through fire for, or less dramatically, slosh every day through the cold (laughs) and endless rain for. Listen, Edward. That, that guy. He just strolls in, doesn't give a fuck about his sparkle. And Bella's, <laughs> and Bella's like, like, no, 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 no. Can't you see my grandmother apricots my... right there? <laughs> grandmother that apricot. puff is so distinguishable. <laughs> Clearly. Look not a vampire. Head. Oh, disgusting. <laughs> well, Gran, you may have noticed that my boyfriend glitters. It's just something he does in the sun. Don't worry about it. Oh my gosh. I shot a panicked glance back at Gran. She was just turning to stare back at me, her eyes as alarmed as mine. What? And then our vampire sweetheart comes, puts his arm around Bella. She looks back at Gran, who has an (laughs) awkward arm out. And Bella's like, that's odd. (laughs) Her subconscious has punked her. It was never Gran. It was Apricot Puff herself, Bella Swan. So funny. (laughs) Uh, Cue the chapter reread where you have to go back and analyze both of their movements. And it's so good. And she wrote it so well because you never pick up on it your first read. Absolutely agree. So good. Honestly. So I wrote, ha ha ha, really good SM. I adore the trick, it being Bella. And I really... Adore the no reflection vampire lore in the dream. Yeah. That Bella, like, 
as a human who mm-hmm. that's the only lore she's ever known has stuck that in there because yep. I don't think that that's Twilight canon. I don't know. And so for, for, too her, hard. for her to be like, wait a minute, it's a mirror and you can't see vampires in a mirror. So funny to that me. That is good. <laughs> really good Stephanie Meyer. Love oh, ya. Yeah. Edward casting no reflection but excruciatingly <laughs> lovely and forever 17 gives her a kiss and says happy birthday <laughs> so funny what a good dream <laughs> bella's eyeballs are popping open on this september the 13th her 18th birthday virgo how dare i age today <laughs> this day of all days this September 13th. I could feel it. I was older. Oh, you know what? I did not feel that until I turned 35. Yeah? <laughs> My sister-in-law was like, so how old are you today? And I was like... <laughs> I was like Donald Trump. What? 35! <laughs> I could not say it out loud. It was so scary. Oh my gosh. She's like, uh, I'd been dreading this day for months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, you're a grandma now. Welcome to the club. <laughs> uh, Bella describes her summer as the perfect summer. Oh, cute. Which is really cute from Bella's perspective, but you know, Alice, the entire summer, oh was telling Edward... Nothing bad happened today. You can give it one more day. We can stay just one more week. Oh my gosh. I can see nothing bad's going to happen tomorrow. Emily, I didn't just think you were going to make me cry immediately. We can stay. Oh no. And Edward wants to, so we, <sighs> he gets himself talked into it over and over. My stomach and hurts over. so bad right now. Right? Oh no. And then school starts and he's like, well, her birthday is in just a few weeks. Maybe we can stay just oh a little bit longer. Things gosh. have been good all summer. Maybe I was overreacting. Oh, man. <laughs> I feel sick. Uh, Bella skips breakfast. Of course she did. Of course. <laughs> Food is no of no consequence to Bella Swan. <laughs> she does not want any Honey Nut Cheerios today. No granola bars. Nope. Don't even open one up. It's just going to be thrown away. Yeah. One bite and then a garbage. Uh, a snarf and a chuck. Yeah. <laughs> she goes to school. Why didn't Edward pick her up? We don't know. Yes, literally. I was like, so, wait. Did Edward not stay and stare? He... Is this a thing he's not doing anymore? Maybe he's trying to slowly distance himself oh, from You guys, her. I'm so anxious. <laughs> I don't like it. Um, so she pulls in. Edward's uh, standing by his car. A marble tribute to some forgotten pagan god of beauty. Mm. I googled pagan <laughs> god of beauty. And I'm delighted to tell you all that there is a website called Wikipedia. Well, thank you. The online encyclopedia of magic, folklore, and the okay. occult. I, this is important. Uh, Why did you, you wait until this time to tell me? <laughs> we can't talk about it before we oh record. Oh my gosh, well now I just want to like push pause and look it up. Wikipedia. <laughs> I'm very interested. Uh, Alice comes over and tries to give Bella a gift. And she wishes her happy birthday. And Bella just goes, shh. shh. <laughs> the last thing I wanted was some kind of celebration of the black event. The black event. event. <laughs> so funny. 
asked. She's like, nobody acknowledged my birthday in any way, and um, everyone just ignores her, and I don't like it. Yeah, well, okay, you... I kind of get it. So Bella doesn't want gifts or attention because she doesn't want a birthday. Mm-hmm. So that's, like, the biggest thing is that she's like, I don't want to turn 18, I don't want to be older than Edward, which is just stupid and ridiculous, and I hate it. And it's one of those Bella things where I'm just like, Bella, come on. But at the same time, also, I hate getting gifts. Like, it makes me incredibly uncomfortable. And it could be my birthday. It could be Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything. If somebody hands me a thing that they bought or made for me, I just am immediately like, because I like for a long time I just there was nothing it was just like a blank stare and a uh, and then just walking away so I kind of get this because Bella has issues anyway where she's like I don't deserve it I why does somebody always pay why are people paying attention to me Mm -hmm. she already has all those issues but um then there's like the other layer of not wanting to get older so I'm like I kind of get it because I hate getting gifts mm-hmm. it's just the worst feeling to me it, it makes me want to die so I don't know it's an interesting thing because she has both things going yeah. on I talk about it in a little bit so okay. I'll wait until that paragraph comes up um Alice has gone so far <laughs> as to yes. call into Bella's job to give her the day off. Yeah. Bella tries so hard to get out of these plans, saying that she needs to watch Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. Um, but they're just like, okay, we'll do it at seven instead of right after school. And I was like, wait, Bella has a job? I was surprised. I was like, well, she's working now. I remember it, but I didn't remember for a sec. Yeah. Um, so with their new class schedule Edward has arranged it so they have almost every class together (laughs) and Mike got hot over the summer and is now having an Edward hairstyle yes yes (laughs) really good really good um okay so Bella tells us the reader which is this this is the first time we've like really gotten spoken to directly yeah this whole first chapter is very here's what's yeah, it's going cool. on it's for cool. me. It's her. It's her writing in her journal. I think, kind of. Yeah. So she tells us she never cared about money. That Renee was a kindergarten teacher. <laughs> doesn't check out. Doesn't check out. <laughs> it really doesn't. Absolutely not. Listen, I I know some kindergarten teachers very well. Mm-hmm. These humans are my literal friends, mm-hmm. and they work harder than almost anybody I know. And they are more responsible and more caring and more diligent than almost anybody I know. And so, no. No? I think that Renee could have been a kindergarten teacher's aide. Yeah. 100%. Sure. Not that they don't also work hard, but that's kind of a job where you are called upon to do a task when you're needed. Instead of, like, as a kindergarten teacher, that is nothing but planning and being switched on from the moment you arrive at the school until the moment you leave. You are on and you're putting on a show all day long. I mean, it's like, these people who I know who are kindergarten and preschool teachers are magicians. They're wizards. It's something I've never 
like seen before and when I sit and watch them I'm like this is magic these people are the best actors mm-hmm. slash performers I've ever known yeah because that's that job is hard and Renee Crow did not have done it no nope. <laughs> I don't believe it that's a lie um <laughs> and also the chief I mean he's like at the pe- the, the piece of chalif <laughs> Yes. And uh, <laughs> just in forks, though, so he doesn't make a lot of money. No, no. Either. Not enough. And so Bella just doesn't really care. But Edward has <laughs> a lot of money. Oh, uh, that's so weird and kind of problematic. <laughs> Hold. <laughs> money meant next to nothing to Edward and the rest of the Cullens. Um, she talks about how she feels uncomfortable when he tries to buy her things, like he's been wanting to get her a new car. Uh-huh. And she just feels like, like, it throws them even more out of balance. Yeah. She's like, I have absolutely nothing to give you. Yeah, I... Stop trying to give me things I, I don't need. I understand big, sad emoji face. I get it. A lot. I used to 100% get it, but the more bitter I become towards billionaires, <laughs> the more I'm like, listen, take Let that him car. Spend it. Get that... Get that uh, tuition. <laughs> there is a Forbes fictional no. 15 list. Shut up, Emily. Of the richest <laughs> fictional characters. Emily has been deep diving. I have. For our new season. So you think about the, like, the most wealthy fictional characters you can. A hundred percent. This is a real thing. Yes. So we have, Who did this? There's Bruce Wayne, right? Batman. He's not the first. $6.5 billion. I have to close my book for a minute. I'm very okay. overwhelmed right now. <laughs> Our boy, Tony Stark, Mr. Stark himself, $8.8 billion. Oh my gosh. Dr. Carlisle Cullen. You guys, he's the first Number on the one list. on the list at $34.5 billion. You know what, Carlisle? How dare you? Get the fuck out of here, Carlisle Cohen. Why? Distribute that wealth. Why? Distribute it. You don't need anything? No. Anything you did need, you could come by that money so easily at that time. There is no reason why you should have 34.5 billion dollars. I just still cannot believe that this fictional billionaire <laughs> Forbes, list is a thing. They did it. <laughs> Forbes, how did they is this a number that they got from Stephanie Meyer herself? They must have. Cuz she's the lady. You know who's right under Carla Cohen, you guys? <laughs> Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're above a guy named Scrooge, no. You so, shouldn't be there. Me and Carlisle, we're not, like, eye to eye right now. You're in a fight with Carlisle. I'm mad at You're him. in a fight with the doctor. I am. Okay, I'm going to take a deep breath. Me I'm going to try to compartmentalize <laughs> this information that I've just learned. Gotta stop uh-huh. yelling about money. I'm going to put it in a box. Okay. And I'm going to set it upstairs. Perfect. Uh, so that we can move on with this chapter. <laughs> I can't stand that. Okay. So, um, Alice and Edward are the only ones enrolled at school still. The rest of yeah. the Cullens graduated. 
those guys for the 29th time (laughs) and so now the humans feel brave enough to sit by bella at lunch again actually super cute Mm -hmm. but but it's funny because they're actually they're brave enough to sit next to her Mm -hmm. but not really next to her just on the other side of the table (laughs) and then those days that edward and alice go camping Mm -hmm. then they're like they can scoot around Yeah, now. they, like, get a little closer to Bella. Mike takes Edward's spot <laughs> so, right next to Bella. So funny. I really like it. Mm-hmm. Um, after school, Edward drives Bella home in her truck, and he makes a comment about her truck radio and how it sucks. <laughs> that was horrible reception. He's a jerk. And Bella's <laughs> just having none of it. She is so fed up with every single person that she comes in contact with. Mm. So they go home, they're watching Romeo and Juliet. Edward whispers all the lions into Bella's ear. And then he's just super casual about his suicide plans. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just a very casual mention, which, I mean, at least you're talking about it. It it is, yeah. Well, you know, so obviously they've they've never talked about it before because Bella kind of freaks out at this moment. Mm -hmm. But, um... Yeah, it's it is a weird casual mention that Edward's like, how do I bring this up? Imagine the like Edward monologue. Oh my gosh. How to bring this up. He's he has mold over this, he has thought about it, he's put it in his head, it's gone through every crevice of his brain, and then he just like says it to Bella. Mm-hmm. So he's had all this time to think about it and now she's like, What? I also like one thing that um I thought was really cool is that she's got this scar from being bitten. Oh, yeah. And the scar is, like, oh, it's cool. It's white, mm-hmm. and it's glittery, and it it's cold. It's cold. Oh, oh I just love it. Like Evil how many, hand. How many humans have that? Bella's got to be the only one. Because what other vampire was able to, like, stop? Stop. And, you know, like, yeah. oh, my gosh, I just think that's the coolest scar <sighs> ever. Yeah. Bella, you must never, never, never think of anything like that again. <laughs> no matter what might happen to me, you are not allowed to hurt yourself. And Edward just goes, eh, okay. <laughs> Whatever. And then, is bae still a thing? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, I don't know. Our bae, Chief Swan, comes <laughs> home with a pizza. Like the dreamboat that he he's is. He's walking in, and he's got a hot box. And he's like, kids, got pizza. pizza. <laughs> so good. Really cute. Um, Edward tells Charlie that he's stealing Bella for the night. And Charlie is like, okay. Love it. <laughs> I don't care. Moving on. I'm going to watch the game. So <laughs> if they're doing something fun, you should go, Bella. And Bella's like, dang it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I hope I that Charlie... <laughs> To stay home for my birthday. Are you even a little sentimental, Charlie? <laughs> no. No, the game's on. Um, Charlie does tell Bella that she should take some pics for Renee and tosses her the camera, which she drops and Edward catches. <laughs> and then she takes a pic of, pic of Edward. Snappy snap. And then the very best moment oh, I know. of the entire oh, chapter happens. And Charlie goes... Hey, say hi to Alice for me. She hasn't been over in a while. And then he he frowns. He gives a frown. And Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, it's so cute. And Bella goes, it's been three days, Dad. (laughs) 
Are so you it's, kidding me? What is it? It's Monday. It's been a weekend. And she was there on Friday. <laughs> he loves Alice so, so much. I mean, Alice is the best. Mm-hmm. She's so cute. So they go over to the Collins house. And this is the conversation that needed to happen. Yes. This is a really good conversation. Before the day of. Yeah, before the before Bella could like... Because this changes it for Bella. It changes the way she feels about it. But, um, yeah, he goes, Bella, the last real birthday any of us had was Emmett in 1935. Cut us a little slack and don't be too difficult tonight. They're all very excited. I mean, these vampires are like, they love Bella. Yep. They want to throw the party for her. Yep. They are so excited. And yeah. they've planned it and mm-hmm. they have decorated. I mean, it's really sweet. And she, so finally she's like, oh, oh, like she needed that perspective. Uh-huh. This like, is another issue of like. It doesn't have to be like, about you. Yeah. That's another issue of, like, not sharing, though. Yep. Like, just if he had said it before, yeah. she would have been like, oh, okay. And she would have... I mean, she's practical enough yeah. that she would have been like, okay, okay. Yeah. I'll stop. Yes. <sighs> Hello. Talk to each other. Okay. <laughs> uh, both of Bella's honeys are here tonight because Rosalie is back in town. <laughs> yeah, girl. So it's going <laughs> so to be a good an night after all. page of Bella talking about how beautiful Rosalie is. Yes. <laughs> Um, before they go in, we get to have the same fun argument of change me or else. Gross. Not tonight, Bella, please. <laughs> um, Alice decorated and she went for a crystal and roses theme. Mm-hmm. Definitely using Edward's juggling goblets. <laughs> They're still there. Yeah. What are you going to do with them? You just fill Put them up with roses. Rose petals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Easy, which Bella, of course, hates. She hates it. And Carlisle comes over to her and he's like, sorry about this, Bella. We couldn't rein Alice in. <laughs> imagine Alice. <laughs> I just imagine Every her. rose in Washington State yes, was shipped and just, to their house. She's running and running and running and running and climbing and jumping and falling <laughs> and going. And it's just, oh my gosh, it's a flurry a of petals. Of pink. Oh, yeah. so cute. Um, Emmett walks in and he goes, you haven't changed at all. <laughs> <laughs> He runs outside and says, don't do anything funny while I'm gone. Oh, man. I love that line so much. Literally, anytime I leave any situation, I'm like, please. Especially when I leave, like, something that Adam's doing. Uh I'm like, text me if anything funny happens. (laughs) So, yeah, I I get that so much, Emmett. (laughs) Don't do anything funny. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's time for Brezzies, and Alice makes Bella unwrap an empty box. So funny. And I guess she's like, one, walk in, two, open presents. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. So she unwraps it and she goes, um, thanks. <laughs> they're like, it's a radio and Emmett's installing it right like, now can't so you can't return what it. it is. She opens a box and it's like, uh, some electronic thing and some numbers and letters as a name. And she's like, uh, I don't know what this is. I love it. Um, Thanks. <laughs> And then Bella tries to kill Edward Cullen. (laughs) Alice gives her a gift from the two of them. And I turned to give Edward a basilisk glare. She's going to petrify him. Yikes. He's petrified. Yikes, Bella. Calm down. (laughs) 
And then Bella gets the worst paper cut of all time <sighs> on the wrapping paper. I've had a bad paper cut that actually bled, but not like a drip. It's what a kind of paper was this? Drip. Is this paper made it's out just of wood. glass? <laughs> it's yeah. She's like Crystal finger under. Paper. Oh, slice! Just blood dripping down the hand. Uh oh, what happens? Things do not go well. <laughs> Edward, in all of his glory, swishes Bella out of the way into the goblets. Into all the goblets. Twelve of his You're goblets. You're a vampire. Have a little bit of chill. Pick her up and run away with her? You're fast. There's all these other As dudes. you could outrun me. <laughs> There's all these other dudes who will stop Jasper. Absolutely. Oh my god. No, Edward, Edward, no chill Colin. He doesn't even care about those 12 goblets. He just pushes Bella into all 12 of them. She's a human. And then blood. Psh, just like spraying all over the place. And Jasper's just like, oh. Jasper, Jasper turns completely red. And then the Kill Bill sirens go off. And then, dazed and disoriented, I looked up from the bright red pulsing, pulsing blood out of my arm. Ew. Into the fevered eyes of the six suddenly ravenous... All six of them. Wait. Six of them. They're all Carlisle's fine, though. It was just five. It was just five. Because, well, Edward's probably, like... How many colons are there? Seven. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Yeah. So, Edward's definitely ravenous. Carlisle's fine. And Carlisle's like, guys! Y'all, I taught you better than this! Guys! We practiced for this! Stop! (laughs) You're embarrassing me. Go to your rooms. Go to your rooms. I'm 23. You're 17. Go to your room. Go to your recording studio right now. I cannot. Like, oh my gosh. They this this party is insane. They're all waiting in the huge white living room. They all she walks in and they all go, "Happy birthday, Bella!" covered with pink candles and (laughs) crystal balls. I mean, you would think that Edward would have been like, okay, I'm just going to run. Or jump. I'm going to grab her. I'm going to jump up to the second story while these guys all contain Jasper. Yeah. I just, it's so Alice already knows. Alice knew the exact moment that you knew that this was happening. You're not the only one in on it. She's Jasper's girl. Yeah, she's going to take care of it. So she's the one who has the most, like, sway over him. Edward, Edward, take a breath. (laughs) I know you don't need to breathe, but take a breath. Calm down that venom flow. Okay. Okay. I didn't write it down in my notes, but I just saw it on your page. They set out multiple plates for the cake. Oh, I know. There's a whole stack. Why? There's a whole stack of glass plates. Bella's going to eat six pieces of cake <laughs> on six Each different plates. on a different... They're going to cut that cake, that pink cake, and they're going to put it on all the plates just to be pretty. Maybe it was for the pictures for Renee. They all yeah. wanted to pretend to take oh a bite. Oh, my gosh. Think of these pictures. <laughs> The Collins. Okay, they're all so beautiful. And you know they've got those like stock photo mouths where they're like the perfect and they're like ding. The mouth is open. They're laughing while they're eating a cake. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> I love Katie. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking it's about. It's like the salad face. It is a salad face, but it's a cake. Yep. It's a pink cake face mm-hmm. on a glass plate. Gosh. You guys. She's human. And she's Bella. She's Bella. Oh my gosh. We do a plastic when Bella comes over. <laughs> a, not even a paper. You can't do a paper. Nope, you might get a paper cut. We have plastic only. Good grief. Oh my gosh. Oh boy. Oh my heck. Okay, so that was party. It and was it not doesn't, a party. <laughs> it doesn't get any better. No. In fact, Everything just gets worse and worse for many, many pages. It's so sad. It's so heartbreaking. It's so stomach-churning. We're going to try to keep it going and keep it light (laughs) over here. Yeah. But this is not for the um, easily heartbroken. Hi. (laughs) Nice to meet you. (laughs) In case you haven't noticed, Mm -hmm. could grief. Oh my gosh, guys, thank you to those of you who have signed up to support us on Patreon so far. It's overwhelming, it's beautiful, it's so, I mean, we're so grateful. Oh, yeah. We're so grateful. We get a message and it says, you have a new patron, and I just feel like screaming and throwing up and Mm -hmm. crying and laughing and hugging all at the same time, so it's very nice. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, anything else? No, thank you guys for remembering New Moon Moon with us today. Oh my gosh, you guys. We love you guys. And remember, if you have your human girlfriend over for dinner, (laughs) don't throw her into the trophy case of your most valuable crystal goblets. Oh my gosh. Cool. I'll remember that next time. Good. Bye. Bye. You've been remembering Twilight with Marin and Emily. You can stay in touch on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Remember Twilight Podcast. Please consider joining us on Patreon for a weekly bonus episode, access to our notes, original artwork, and to connect with our awesome community. You can message us at RememberTwilightPodcast at gmail.com. Send us a voice message on Anchor or leave a review on iTunes. Check out the show notes for all this information and more. Thank you to Stephanie Meyer for sharing her dream and and making making ours come true. true.